bless him. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you tonight for the blessing of your precious Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for your abiding presence. We thank you, Lord, that in this place tonight, if we move by the Holy Ghost, then great ministry of deliverance can go forward tonight. Father, we just bind anything that would come against your spirit. Cover this whole place and everybody in it, Lord, with your precious holy blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just bind the spirit of Satan. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just set free the spirit of love, joy, peace, deliverance, long-suffering. Father, just have your way in this place tonight. Amen. Bless him. Mr. Tonight, when we were singing that love is flowing like a river, do you know, it came to me so strongly that within each one of us who is born again of the Spirit of God, we have a well. We have a well, brother and sister. And I want to tell you tonight that if you get into the stream of the Spirit of God, then there is going to be water bubbling up from your well, bubbling up from my well. And you know, before we know where we are, the love of God is going to be spread out into this desert. And men and women, men and women who are in a desert place are going to find all of a sudden that their desert is blossoming like a rose. It's going to blossom like a rose. Praise his wonderful name. Let's stir up the gift of God that is within us tonight, brother and sister. Let's stir up that well and let's get praise in the Lord. Bless him. Because you know in him is the answer. Praise his wonderful name.
tonight brothers and sisters oh yes Jesus we've come into this place tonight not to have our own way not to do our own thing but that the will of the Father may be done in this place tonight that the will of the Father may be done in this place tonight praise his wonderful name you know if nothing else happens tonight then, brothers and sisters, I wish for one single minute that the Spirit of God would sweep through this meeting. If nothing else happens, if we have to wait half an hour and wait for another hour, and the Spirit of God moves for one minute, then it would be worth it. It would be worth it, brother and sister, because you know that is what we've come for. That is what we've come for. You know, God has been showing me all week. He's been showing me all week that, you know, it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. You know, many times has that scripture been quoted to me. But, you know, I got up this morning and, you know, I felt full. I felt really full. My heart burnt within me. You know, I felt as though God was walking so close to me. I have done all week. You know, even through all the adversity that can be thrown at you. Billy was saying the same this afternoon. You know, when you're born of the Spirit, you witness with the Spirit, don't you? But you know, when you're not born of the Spirit, you can't witness with the Spirit because you don't know what it is. But you know, I thank God that when you're born again of the Spirit of God, you know, you need no man show you anything. Because, you know, if it's right for you at that particular time, then you know. You know, brother and sister. And, you know, it came over to me so strongly that it's by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit. The anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. You know, everybody here that is born again of the Spirit of God, who is baptised in the Holy Ghost, Tonight, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Tonight, in our vessels, brothers and sisters, we hold a fantastic force. We hold a magnificent force. You know, there's, there's nothing 
there is nothing that Satan that can bring against us that if we use those things which the Spirit of God has put within our souls, then if we use those things, you know, Satan will have to flee. He will have to flee. Do you believe it? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, if, if there's anything that Satan doesn't want, it's somebody who is living in victory. It's somebody who is living in victory. But you know, you can be defeated in victory. You don't have to be victorious all the time. You have to be victorious. You may fall the next time, but you have to pick yourself up and be victorious again. You know, whatever comes against you, whatever you feel, you know, you can be in the spirit like that eagle, can't you? Just soaring above the circumstances, seeing them, going through them, going over them, but you know, above it all, you're soaring because you're in the spirit. You know, and as Billy was saying, you know, there are times when everything around you is dark and dank and all the rest of it, but you know, the spirit of God just lifts you up. And there are other times when you can be in a meeting like this where there's millions of people praising the Lord, you feel as though everybody's praising the Lord but you, and you know, you feel as low as anything. But, you know, I want to say to you what I said to you right at the very beginning of the meeting. Within each one of us, there is a well. And that well springs up into everlasting life. And, you know, that well, because Jesus said so. These aren't my words or anybody else's words. Jesus said this. He said, I will put within you a well of water springing up into everlasting life. He didn't say that he would put a well of water within you that would spring up sometimes and be dead others. He said he would put a well of water that was springing up all the time. Praise his wonderful name. And you know, all we've got to do is to enter into it, brother and sister, tonight. That's all we've got to do is just enter into it. Forget about what's going off. Forget about the arguments you've had today or the problems that you've got. Let's put them on Jesus You know, God has really been blessing me. He's really blessed me because he's made me realise that there's nothing that he can't put right. There's nothing that prayer can't change. There's nothing that prayer can't change. You know, I'm convinced of this. If a man or a woman is having problems, if a man or a woman needs deliverance, if a man or a woman has a sickness... You know, if the church of God prays for them, and it's the will of God that it should be so, then that deliverance will come. That healing will come. I believe that. I really believe that. You know, we walk forward in a deliverance ministry full of power and demonstration because we believe it. Because we believe it. We do. We believe it. It's part of us. It's part of us, isn't it? Praise his wonderful name. You know, I don't need anybody to convince me. Because I know, (laughs) I know. Praise his wonderful name. Bless him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. You know, I, I'm, I feel so excited tonight. I really, really do, because Mick was getting excited and it was rubbing off on me. And I feel so thrilled because 
I want to encourage those of you who perhaps think that God doesn't care about the little things. Oh, I've had such a blessing today. I, I just got to give God all the glory. Since, since Thursday night, I've been ill with some sort of gastric trouble and there was no way that I was coming tonight. And I'd been lying out all day, you know, like death warmed up. And I, I got to the stage where I kept saying, well, I want to go Fiskerton, Lord, but I can't. You know, negative straight away before I started. And I read my text on the wall. And it said, this is not your rest. There remaineth a rest, therefore, for the children of God. Your rest is not of this world. And I thought, well, if I feel like this, Lord, there's no way I can go. I'm just going to rest in Jesus, not get myself all worked up. And as I was just thinking about the Lord, I, I just said to the Lord, I'm going to put a fleece out. It's good to me, you know. He knows I need these fleeces to book me up. He really does. Well... When I tell you that on Wednesday, we've had some trouble, and I rang May straight away, will you pray? And she says, are you going to Fiskerton Saturday? And I said, oh, yes. No two ways about it. Oh, yes. That was Wednesday. So she knew I was going on Wednesday. And this morning, I said to the Lord, well, I've got to know, do you want me there or don't you want me there? But if you want me there, then you've just got to let somebody ring or call to encourage me. Well, at quarter past five, and we have to leave home at quarter to six, but again, you see, it's just the same as last week. At quarter past five, Peter said, I'm going to cut your mum's grass. Are you coming? No, I won't. I'll stay here. And the phone rang. And May rang. And she says to me, you're not going to Fiskerton tonight, are you? I said, how did you know? She says, the Lord's told me, and I've had you on my heart for two days. That's how long I'd been sick. And she says, I'm just ringing. Come on. Get your garment of praise on again and get off to Fiskerton. Well, what I'm trying to say is this. I said to Peter, what can I do? I've told the Lord I'll go, so I'm going. And I felt terrible, I really did. But you know, Gerald said when he walked through here, he felt better. Well, I did. I really did. Now then, now then, I'm not healed because I know it's still there and I still feel rotten inside. But I know... I know that I'm going to be before I go home. Because the Bible says, as you determine in your heart, so it shall be. And, and Mick's been trying to encourage us to be determined with God. And if we want something from God, to take it and believe for it. And I'm just going to believe God that he's going to heal me. And I won't go out of here as I came. In Jesus' name. So if you don't, you know, I just want to encourage you. The little things, shall I go, shan't I go? But God wanted me here because I've had such a blessing since I walked through the doors. So praise the Lord, he's wonderful. He's so wonderful. Bless his name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, mate. Well, bless you, my dad. Oh, working, yes. Well, you know, it's just lovely because I told Betty when she rang me on Wednesday, I said, you know, I've been having to pray for you this week, Betty. And, uh, you know, I've had a, a sort of, well, I was again, dry all week and I thought nothing, I felt really quiet inside, if you know what I mean, spiritually, very, very quiet. And yet I felt at peace and yet, you know, nothing seemed to be happening all the week and everything was very quiet. 
And uh, But today, you know, I was just praising the Lord and seeing the Lord about the meeting. You know, this lunchtime, I had such a... It was as if it was a catapult inside me. I had to ring Betty. Well, I rang. No reply. And I thought, now she's either up that garden gardening or she's away. And uh, I said, she's not answering this phone. And I let it ring. And I put it down again. You know, I thought, that's no good. And I tried again in the afternoon later on. And I still got no reply. Now, you know, I could have thought, oh, well, that's it. You know, I've done it. And she hadn't bothered. You know, there's nobody there. I can't do anything about it. But I praise God because I persisted. And at quarter past five, just before I was getting the sort of things ready for Frank coming to set off, I rang again. And I thought... Hey, praise the Lord, she answered the phone, you know. And I was so pleased, you know, because... I, and what she says, what you rang for? I'll tell you what she says. She says, what you rang for? I said, I rang to tell you to get to that... Yeah? Oh, was you? Oh, well, she says, what you rang for? That's how nice she was. She said, well, I've rang to tell you to get to this meeting. I said, because I know you're not coming. And uh, I said, I've rang to tell you to get there. And, but isn't it lovely when, you know, you can feel that within and you know you don't have to think, what am I going to say? Because you know what to say. I mean, what didn't disturb me one bit when she says, what you rang for? Uh, <laughs> because I knew what I'd rang for, you know. It didn't uh, bother me because I'd rang because it was so in my spirit that I had it to do. And I do thank God for, you know, although you think there's nothing happening and you think, oh dear, I'm not doing this and everything's quiet and yet there's that spirit still working, you know, and still moving it as Betty said in the little things so I do praise praise the Lord for that you know I've been looking all the week for coming it's been such as I say a dry week I've been looking forward to coming to the having another drink at the well here you know it's been, that's been going through my mind all the week springs of living water you know welling up within me you know and I've had that on my mind all the week so of course I was doubly excited when you was on about that Mick because I thought oh praise the Lord but you know, it's just lovely, and as Mick said, let us let the spirit flow tonight. Let it flow. Let God have His way in each and every one of our lives, and we and determine in our minds that we're not going to leave here as we came. In Jesus' name, I love that chorus. You know, I really do. I didn't like it at all when I first heard it. You know, I didn't really like. I didn't like singing it a bit. But you know, before I'd left that convention that week, I, I couldn't stop singing it. You know, I was singing it in the night and all the time and that's how we want to be we want to determine in our hearts tonight that we won't leave here as we came in Jesus name Amen Amen.
it's wonderful. It's one. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. It's victory. It's victory. Hallelujah. It's victory. Amen. Amen. Even our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, bless you, Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, while we were singing that, <laughs> it came to me, Moses sat on top of the hill with his hands in the air. <laughs> and while he had his hands in the air, the Israelites down below in the valley were in victory. But as soon as he took his hands down, they were in defeat. And you know, it's, it springs to mind that it's like that with us. Yeah. Praise the Lord. While we, while we go for the victory, while we, while we recognize the fact that the victory is not in us, yes. but it's in God Amen. and the power of the Holy Ghost, yes, while we realize that it's in the Holy Ghost, Amen. we're in victory. Yes. When we look at it and uh, we think, well... What can I do about this situation? How can I help this situation? How can I do this? We, we're in failure. But I thank God tonight for the Holy Ghost. Because that's the, that's the only thing that will bring us into victory. I think again of, uh, of Jesus. It took, that chorus talks about blessed blood bought victory. I think of Jesus in the garden praying, not my will but thine, Lord. And... He then, from that moment, he set his face to go to Calvary because he knew that there was the victory for you and me, brother and sister, in that shed blood. That's where the victory is tonight, brother and sister. It's in applying that shed blood to our lives. Bless the Lord. And then it goes on, it says, that chorus says, As Jehovah liveth, strength divine he giveth. Bless the Lord tonight. We're not relying on our own strength. I thank God for that because I feel pretty weak myself. But I thank God for the power of God's spirit. In this place, in men and women, in you and me, brother and sister, just ordinary people, the power of God is manifest. And it's able to keep us in victory. Bless bless the Lord. Let's not lose our nerve. Let's Let's not go back. Let's not accept anything less than the high call in which Christ gave us in Christ Jesus, that we should be in victory. Okay, victory comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. uh, The cross didn't look much of a victory, but it was the resurrection that proved the victory. And it's the same in us, brothers and sisters. Sometimes we look a right old mess, and sometimes I'm in a right old mess (laughs) when people look at me. But, you know, I thank God for the cross of Christ and for the power of his resurrection in my life and in your life, brother and sister. Because it's through that resurrection power in our lives that changes us and enables us to move in the Holy Ghost and to recognise the Holy Ghost. What a wonderful thing. Bless the Lord tonight to be able to recognise the Holy Ghost. There's an awful lot of people walking this earth who can't recognise the Holy Ghost. What a wonderful thing we are. What a privilege to know the Holy Ghost in our lives and to be able to apply it 
through, through the Spirit of God. Oh, thank God for the glory tonight. Thank God for the power of His Spirit. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's, let's live in victory, brother and sister. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, shari ala kalabari ala Oh, bless you, Jesus. Oh, kari ala basi ala dari Oh, Jesus. Amen. Oh, it's the... Oh, and sister, there's a scripture that says, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Praise his wonderful name. Living in Jesus and lives in me. Amen. You know, I talked to somebody that had been to a big convention down London and he said, You know, uh, what? Uh, he says, They didn't have the word, you see. He said, They didn't have the word. You know, and I thought afterwards what he said, but you know, he wasn't looking for. What was he looking for? Was he looking for the speaker? Was he looking for the word? But you know, when we're looking for Jesus, that's when it starts to happen. You know, Billy once said something that's always stuck in my mind. The man at the bowl of Bethesda was always looking for somebody to throw him in. And he was always looking for somebody to give him hand. But you know, one day Jesus came past and he didn't need anybody to give him hand, did he? And we you know, when we're looking for something, it's looking to Jesus, that's all. Yes. I'm living in Jesus. I'm living in Jesus and he lives in me. good old do and that was just like um, you know being on the outside looking in and uh, you didn't, just didn't feel part of it and and then there was Mick hugging Betty and going away there and I, you know if you look at it just on the natural and uh, and that looks so funny and how people must think when they first come in if you just look at it on the natural and then I just started to feel the spirit and just start getting the spirit slowly and, and the, how different you feel. And you just, you know, you know um, 
you just don't see... Well, I mean, I don't look on it, but I'm just thinking how other people must look on it. And, but, you know, when you feel something inside, you just feel yourself entering the spirit and, and you, you think, oh, this is so real. But that's what really makes it real. When one minute you're not feeling it and you look at it, look at it on the outside and the next minute you, you, you feel inside it and you can feel it all over your body and that's lovely. And that's what you really, you know, that's really real. And uh, uh, this place where I work, I've worked there about 15 years and I've been in this certain department um, about four years and they've moved me five times since I've been in this department and uh, I've just about been this is this week you see and uh, I was moved uh, the first time I was moved to a really nice park because I, I do rather a boring job and uh, had reception work with and, and I was with uh, a friend of mine I really was so happy then I was there for six months and I found out this week that moved me. Oh, and my heart just sunk. And because I was moved to a department, what is, everyone says how awful that is. Nobody talked to anybody. And uh, they all backbite and talk about one another behind the backs. And that really is awful. And uh, I'm the sort of person, I just can't ignore it, you know. And that affects me. And uh, I went to this department, oh, and I felt so horrible. And... Uh, I started getting in a bit of a state, and I tried to, you know, overcome it and that. And, uh, and I've been on about the same grade for, oh, I don't know how many years. I lost count now, about 14 years, and I've never gone any higher, you see. And I was back to my boring job with no reception, anything like that. And when I got in, in the meeting tonight, I thought, how lovely that is, because when you start to praise the Lord and that... You know, God make you feel, if you're something, if you're, if you're some use, if you're uh, important, well, you are, not as if you feel, but you are important to him. You know you're important to him. And uh, isn't it wonderful how God make you feel a complete person? He makes you feel completely opposite to how the world would make you feel. And, you know, I just want to say tonight, we are, everyone here, we are important to him. However you might feel in the natural, just get in the spirit and you'll feel, you'll feel, you know, that somebody, you know, you are, I can't put it in the words, but, you know, when you get in the spirit, you feel so different. You're important to God. You are of some use. Just, oh, praise the Lord anyway. But isn't it wonderful to feel at ease? You know, I'm just so thrilled at the liberty and, and I feel so at ease with you all. You know, this is a miracle that's happened to me because I was so bound and I used to sing sometimes, you know, about being free. And this word uh, came back to me, free, you're as, you're as bound as if your feet were in concrete. And, that, and that's, that's how I was. And, you know, and how free and how different I feel now. Well, it's absolutely marvellous. Oh, I, I really am thrilled to bits about it. And I do thank God. Oh, bless you, Lord. Bless him. Let's just lift our hands up and praise him. Oh, thank you, Jesus.
Nassur, Makardi, Lanavari, Aladia. Oh, Jesus. Kuri, Makarvardia, bless you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless you, Lord. Bless him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless him. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Bless him. You know, the scripture says that in his presence, in his presence, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. There is fullness of joy. And I want to tell you, dear folk, tonight that we are in the presence of the Lord, the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Bless him. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Isn't Jesus wonderful? Hallelujah. Well, thank God tonight for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In him, in him is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. And he's in us and we're in him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Wonderful Jesus. You know, tonight as I just sat there, I was thinking, thank God for the grace of God in my life. Do you know there isn't one of us here tonight that would be, wouldn't be here but for the grace of God. The grace of God. You know, we used to sing a chorus, mercy there was great and grace was free. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. It was multiplied, beloved, because of the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God tonight for the grace of God. The grace of God. Hallelujah. Do you know what it says about the grace of God? Do you know what it says about the grace of God? Woo, glory. Oh, hallelujah. Listen here what it says in Ephesians. It's lovely. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sins. Did you know we've been quickened? We've been quickened. We've been quickened. And we were dead in trespasses and sins, but we've been quickened. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. We've been quickened. Whoo, bless him. Hallelujah. And then it goes on. Where in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. 
Oh, but then he goes on and he says, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together in Christ. By grace, by grace, are ye saved. Oh, hallelujah. And hath Oh, it's lovely. Oh, glory. Glory. This is lovely. It's the word that becomes flesh and dwells among you. Oh, glory. It's the word that becomes flesh and dwells among you. Oh, glory. You know, years ago, Henry used to talk about having some beef steak out of the word of God. Oh, well, here's a beef steak for you tonight, beloved. Oh, and hath raised us up together. Woo, glory. Somebody said a bit earlier it was in the resurrection that the life was. Glory. Well, did you know that you've had a resurrection? Oh, glory. There's been a resurrection. We were dead in sins. But my grace, we've been saved. Oh, and we've been raised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he's made us to sit in heavenly places. Oh, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Shakabuni and Kudabarunda. And hath raised us up together to sit in heavenly places. Woo, glory. Did somebody say they felt nothing? Yeah, oh, beloved, tonight you're a son, you're a daughter of the living God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Bless him. You are somebody. You can stand up and you can stick your chest out because you are somebody. You're sitting in heavenly places. Bless him. Bless him. Listen, something else, beloved. You're not hoping to be. You're not hoping to be. You are. You don't sound very sure. Woo, glory. Glory. You're not hoping to be. You are. It's not a hope-so job. It's a no-so job. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Listen here, though. It's lovely. It didn't finish yet. That in the ages to come... He might show the exceeding riches of what? His grace. Oh, bless Ooh, glory. The exceeding riches. 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 We used to sing in Sunday school. I'm richer than a millionaire just because he cares. Why? Because it's the riches of his grace. The riches of his grace. Oh, bless him, I'm thrilled about this, aren't you? Oh, glory. Oh, that in the ages to come he might show the riches of his For by grace are ye saved through faith. Oh, glory. And not of works. Not of works. Not of works. You can't work it out. Oh, you can't work it out. 
It takes a bit of working out if you sit down, don't it? But you can't work it out. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. It's all in Jesus. It's all in him. You know, I wept a few days, a few weeks ago, as I heard that hymn being sung on the radio. Who is a pardoning God like thee? Or who has grace so rich and free? Beloved, tonight I want to tell you that God loves you. Yes, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God loves you, brother. God loves you, sister. Oh, his grace is flowing like a mighty river. You know, the love of Jesus is so real and it's so great and it's so divine. And because of his grace and because of his love, it's being poured forth. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, he turned his back to the smiter and all the way to Calvary because he loved you. Oh, beloved, tonight I want to tell you that in Christ we're all things. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. You know something else that we are, beloved? It says, for we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. This is the word of God. It isn't my word, it's the word of God. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. For God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Have we been ordained? Have we been ordained? It was ordained before the very foundation of the world that we should walk before him. The workmanship. Tonight, we don't just meet together to have a jig and a dance. <coughs> we meet together to have fellowship with the Father. We meet together that we might be brought into a oneness with Him. That we might enjoy fellowship. That we might build one another up in the faith. That we might go from this place feeling different and being different. It isn't just feeling different even. It's being different. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. It isn't to tickle our ears. It isn't to tickle our fancy. It's to get into the Spirit of God and let the Spirit get into us. 
You know, we used to sing a chorus, got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Got any mountains you can't tunnel through? God specializes in things thought impossible. He can do just what no other can do. Brother, sister, he can revolutionize your life. He can turn it upside down and inside out. And he can make you fit for the master's use. Let's sing that chorus, Spirit of the Living God. Fall afresh on me. And brother, sister, if you want a touch from God tonight. Oh, if you want this grace to flow in your life. If you want the love of Jesus to come into every part of your life. I just want to tell you something before I sit down. You know, we've been going through something rather nasty this last few weeks with my wife. Nasty this last few weeks with my wife's illness and what have you. And I've questioned things. But you know what God has told me? He says, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. Tonight, I want a real touch from God. Let's sing this chorus and let's reach out and touch the Lord. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Come on. says whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven oh tonight beloved I believe that burdens can be lifted burdens are lifted at Calvary hallelujah Jesus paid the price the price is paid the debt is paid oh beloved 
beloved tonight. Come and claim your inheritance in him. Jesus. Oh, because Mick spoke about the love you know that flows from us in this meeting I know I've been wanting to speak about it for such a long time because you can feel it the minute you come in that door and I know you're all lovers and I love you and you know it's just fantastic but it's the spirit of God it's the spirit of God which unites and it's a lovely thing you know and I've just been reading in the Bible what what John had to say about this love, you know. He says, this is in chapter 4, he says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world, and by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit which confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit which does not confess Jesus is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist of which you heard that it was coming. And now it is in the world already. And we all know that, don't we? Amen. Little children, you are of God and have overcome them. For he who is in you and is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, what they say is of the world. And the world listens to them. We are of God. Whoever knows God listens to us. And he who is not of God does not listen to us. And by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And he who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love God does not know God. For God is love. In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we love God, but that he loved us 
and sent his son to be the expiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And no man has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. And by this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his own spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son as the Saviour of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God abides in him and he in God. So we know and believe the love God has for, for us. God is love and he abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. In this love perfected within us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. And for fear has to do with punishment, and he who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he does not love God. For he does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has seen, has not seen. Sorry about all that. And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God should love his brother also. And everyone who believes that Jesus Christ is the child of God, and everyone who loves the parent, loves the child. And by this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith, who is, is it that overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I'm sorry if I went on a bit with that, but you know, it's just what you all are. You're all a bundle of love and that is God. Jesus got into my heart and into my soul. I used to feel so sad, but now I'm feeling glad. Oh, Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go. Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go. into my soul I used to feel so sad but now I'm feeling glad oh Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go Jesus got into my heart and into my soul I 
feel so sad But now I'm feeling glad Oh, Jesus got a hold of my life And he won't let me go my shackles for a glorious crown. I'm free. Praise the Lord. Free at last. Oh, do you know my God set me free? Oh, do you know it really does something in here? And you know, my God's alive. My God's alive. Do you know he loves me so much and this really, oh, it's meaning so much to me now that my God loves me so much. Every part of me, he loves me. And you know, no one can put you down because God's made you. And the God that's made you dwells inside you by the power of his spirit. And you know, we're sons and daughters unto God. We're joint heirs. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not a pauper tonight. I'm so glad that I've got all the riches in glory. All we've got to do is call upon him. And it's new every morning. God's love is to us. It's not what happened this morning. It's not what's happened this afternoon. It's what he's doing now. It's new. And it's, it's just something that he does with each one of us. And it's a new thing. Our God is ever new. Omnipresent, it says. And he's omnipresent. Oh, and I'm so glad tonight. And, you know, I just love you all because my God loves me. And my God that loves me loves you. And this is what it is in each one of us. It's the love of God. He's changing us. And he's helping us not to see faults in other people, but to see Jesus in each other. And I thank him for this tonight because it strengthened me. You know, I've been on work since 8 o'clock this morning. I didn't come off till 4 and I came straight here. So I was shattered. But God's done a new thing in me tonight. Oh, praise his name. He's revitalized me. He's made me alive. And you know, you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. about this verse tonight I always remember a little bit of a verse and I've got to look it up then to see what it's all, it all is it's in Hebrews 12 verse 1 wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, and I was thinking, I was watching that marathon uh, on the telly, and uh, it says, what's the most important thing in the marathon in this chapter? says, the people. He says, the spectators, because they're urging them on. They're urging them on. You know, and this is what it's all about. We're in a race, aren't we? And I'm going to tell everybody here tonight, I'm not going to tell you what you can be, what you ought to be, what you are. We are what we are by the grace of God. We are. 
We're not what we are, what we're going to be. We are, and we're in the battlefield, whether we're going forward or not. But we, it's there, we're in the battle. And you know, I was watching them marathon. I didn't see it all, but I know that them that meant it, made it. But you know, them that were fooling about never made it. The ones acting the goat and the ones uh, messing about with fancy things fastly. But the ones, you know, some came in like this and some came in like this. But you know, they made it, didn't they? Praise <laughs> God, you know. Some, it was harder than others. But you know, Paul knew what he was saying. And it's the sin that doth so easily beset us. This thing gets us down today, you know. I was uh, also thinking about that too. Uh, and he fell among thieves, the, 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 uh, the man who went down the Jericho Road, and he fell among thieves, you know. I believe that we're going down daily, down the Jericho Road, and we're falling among thieves. You know, and they're robbers, don't they? The robbers are what we've got. The kind of robbers are what we haven't got, the robbers are what we've got. And you know, I fell among thieves today, and uh, about lunchtime it was, <laughs> a thief. A thief came my way. It's not to do with Christianity, it was to do with work, but my peace was completely gone like that, you know, and I, I told her, I just mentioned this situation that this chap had done uh, to me, not personally, but it was through the job, and, and I mentioned it to this woman, and, you know, and she just said I, and then I thought, and, and I told one of the boss, I told the assistant manager who, uh, well, I mentioned it to him, I wasn't telling the tale, I just mentioned it to him, and I got no joy there, and I thought, well, you know, it's funny, isn't it, that when, this, when he were laid down outside the road, the one chap walked on one side, one shot off, didn't he? They couldn't help him. You know, I'm telling their own people. And you know, I had to go home. I went, I went home. I was on my lunch hour. And I, I went to the person who could deal with the situation. Not with the situation. Me. The peace, you see. I said, Lord, give me the peace that you gave me. Restore my peace. Restore. What did David say? He restoreth your soul. You know, and your soul, soulish nature is your, your emotions. And he restores your soul. You know, and I just the Lord to restore my soul. And I told Mary when she came home, I said, you know... I've had, I've had somebody's rub, but I'm winning. You know, I didn't like, I still ought to do it, and it started to come back, and I thought, well, I am, and you know, and you think, well, I can't make it tonight, well, I'll just step a stew in my own self pity, but if we see the right man, you know, that man that came on the road to Jericho, the right man came, didn't he, and he had the right stuff to give him, put in his wounds and says, right, on you, get away, and Jesus does that with us. He's the only one that can deal with it, and it's this race we're in, but I'm sick of people saying what we can be and what we are. I am what I am by the grace of God, but God can lift me up, you know. You know, and I believe that God, we can say, you need a deeper experience, you need this. God knows what. Because he says in the Bible, don't he? He'll supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. But you know, sometimes he doesn't supply us with what we want. He supplies what he gives us. And when he gives us it, it's just right, isn't it? Just the right medicine. Just the right thing. And you know, it was grant today. It was just something that God, I really, I didn't feel any feeling. What I would just rub my peace, but I thought, well, it's nice just to ask the Lord. And I just went in the quietness of my bedroom. And I didn't drop on my knees as much into it. I just said, Lord, restore my peace that I've lost. And he did it, you know. And he doesn't do it back again. You know, I didn't think, well, somebody came on and made me laugh. He just did it, and that was it. He does it. You don't need people to do it for you. God does it. And it's grand, isn't it? But listen, everybody here tonight, there are no strangers in here at all tonight. We all know what it's all about, don't we? And I'm going to tell you, to encourage you tonight, that you have got what God's given you. Some's got a measure, not more than another. Some's got what they need more than the other. And God gives us it. And I want to encourage you all tonight that when you step out of here tonight, you get more, something more because you've come for it. And God 
in habits the praises of his people and he's going to bless us and he's going to give us something else he's going to give us something tonight we don't possibly don't know what it is but we know that we're going on aren't we we're going on and we're going to win and we're going to win because it's, uh, it's showing me more and more the Lord's showing me more and more every day it's not what I've learnt in, uh, uh, from behind it's now it's a now experience it's not what went off 20 years ago a woman was always on to me about Principal George Jeffries Principal George Jeffries is dead and gone and he can't do anything for me can't Principal George Jeffries but the Lord can the Jesus Christ yesterday today and forever I don't want to know about what he did and what they did but it's like Mick was saying the religious man is always looking backwards but we're looking forward and we're going to see all the miracles. You know, I told the pastor of the church, I said, do you know what the trouble is, you is? I said, you've never seen miracles. I said, you've never been anywhere, brother. I said, you've sat in your church with your own little congregation, nothing's happened. I said, I've seen, I've seen blind men, I've seen their eyes opened. I said, I've seen lame, do you want to put them down? He says, how do you mean? I said, I've seen them open, spiritual eyes open while they've seen the glory of God. Because it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And he set people's legs, you know, you can't dance. You can't force yourself to dance. You've got to be, God's to do it. Because if you start forcing yourself, you'll soon get tired. But God's to do it. It's from within. And God inhabits the listen, Everybody here, you're going to get something tonight. In fact, no, I'm not going to say you're going to get something. You've got it already. You've got it already, aren't you? Just shut your eyes and put your hands up. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us all we need for this moment in time. Thank you, Jesus. We pray that you'll bless every heart in here tonight, Lord. Answer all the questions, Lord, that are in each heart tonight. Answer them right now, Lord Jesus. And as we move out of this place tonight, that you'll give us a fuller realisation of the glory of God and what it's all about, Lord. And tomorrow's battle. Yesterday's battle's been fought, Lord Jesus. It's tomorrow's. It's the battle before us. The race set before us that we want to know about, Lord. But you know you've equipped us. You've equipped us with the armour of God, Lord Jesus. And we thank you that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Uh, you know, I said before, it will still, so you have to bear with me. I will scum that lot. Uh, that when I was, uh, uh, when I watched on Saturday morning, Little House on the Prairie, which used to be on. And again, now, whenever this comes on, I always moan and say, oh, no, not that again, and spend the next hour watching it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it came on once, uh, and... Uh, uh, and anyway, uh, it, it was about this couple, and the, and the one, uh, the last was pregnant, and uh, you see, the husband, well, he were Jewish, so um, the the father-in-law or whatever, uh, the father of the Jewish guy comes along and says, uh, you, you know, for a sort of like a social visit, and says, uh, well, when the son gets born, I want it to be Jewish and everything. Of course, the other parents wanted the baby to be brought up in the Christian faith, and uh, you know, they had a real set to about it, and you know, it was it was practically open warfare. And you know, uh, I really saw a lot in the way this uh, this 
Jewish guy, wanted to carry on his inheritance. He wanted the firstborn lad to be of the Jewish faith so that, uh, so that uh, what he'd inherited from his fathers and what had uh, you know, gone on from way back when still carried on in, in his children and still carried on you know, um, in other people. And, you know, when I first got saved, uh, I used to go along to Josie's and Roll's house, you know, and, uh, and you know, always used to strike me uh, after I'd been saved that, that you know, uh, they used to encourage me not just to sort of get saved and that was it, but, you know, they wanted the inheritance to, to carry on. They wanted the same love and the same spirit that, that had become so much a part of their life and, uh, and sort of really been a source of extra blessing to them. They wanted it to carry on in me and you know the wonderful thing was that uh, like Paul says about the day that the light of the glory of God shone on him that, that you know that the inheritance actually did carry on in me you know and you know uh, uh, when, when Caroline first started coming uh, to the meetings with us you know uh, we were thrilled to bits that she was saved and everything, but you know it was a, an extra source of blessing when you when you realise that someone's come to that relationship with the Lord that you know yourself and uh, and a comfort with Him and a, and a sort of real peace and abiding peace with Him uh, uh, that you know yourself and you and you know it's it's like that Jewish guy who was so concerned. That, uh, that his grandson would be brought up in the faith and that, and that the line went on and the inheritance went on. And, you know, I went to see Henry, um, when was it? Thursday, Friday, Thursday or Friday, one of the two. And uh, you know how Henry is when uh, when you go, oh, bless you, mate. Why, it is good to see Hi, hi. And all this lot. And, and, and you know, it's fully really because... Uh, because um, is, you know, all has given me personally an awful lot of encouragement and everything. And you know, you you see the concern that the inheritance goes on. That people know, uh, you know, aren't just saved, nah, don't just sort of go on mundane. But you know, something real and something really, yeah, uh, sort of a, a lovely. Um, two-way relationship goes on and really sustains you. You know, I was reading in Psalm 51 where it says, and uphold, uh, I'm glad that you uphold me with your free spirit. And, you know, I'm glad that God upholds me with his free spirit because, you know, I, <laughs> I feel that like I really need upholding, you know, and I, I think we all do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, it... Um, uh, another thing that I always used to be told about, and I didn't understand at the time, when I first used to go to see Josie, was uh, he says, well, he doesn't just want you to get sick. He wants a, a, a quality of life. He wants a richness of life. And, you know, I've seen really that that quality and that richness of life is only something that comes in uh, uh, with, you know, when you get to, to sort of a certain place with God. I don't know. I, uh, you can spend all night trying to sort of explain it and, and yet it says in the Bible that it can't be explained. You can spend all night trying to understand it and, uh, and yet it says in the Bible that it passes understanding. And you know, uh, you, you can 
I don't know, try to uh, sometimes in your own strength, trying to press gang people into it through you, uh, through your own over enthusiasm and try to get people to uh, uh, to come into the same understanding that that you that it's taken you so long to come uh, into yourself. You know, I, I didn't real, uh, arrive at the place that I feel myself. Uh, to be in now overnight it took an awful lot of God's grace to, you know to get me here and you know I think uh, that, that's what God's teaching me certainly at the moment that uh, uh, you know to bear with other people like God's bared with me bless the Lord bless you Jesus thank you Jesus it's the anointing that breaks the yoke praise his wonderful name thank you Jesus come on Lily can you come, come and have a word with us I'm really thrilled tonight, you know, for the, uh, it's really a blessing this, uh, when we can come, you know, it's such a lift up, and when we were singing, I'm a new creation, yes. praise God, we're a new creation, oh, you know, and all things have passed away, mm-hmm. and as we've been saying, coming along, like, about the, the word of God, and, and this uh, reality in God, being real with God, you know, you can pretend, and and perhaps you can get other people just think you're all right but we can't get away with God like that there's no pretense with God we've got to be real God wants reality and I thank God tonight because when you've gone on so many years and God shows you these things you know it's like a growth isn't it it's the Christ being formed in us and coming to the full stature and knowing the things of the spirit and reading the Bible and knowing these things. And I thank God tonight it's, it's real to me and I can praise God he's real to me and he's real to my husband too. And I do pray that he'll, he'll pray for him as, as he's not well, but I do pray that God will touch him tonight. He's, he's touched him many a time, but he needs another touch tonight. And today, I thought, uh, you know, we, we're here to help one another, aren't we? We're the family of God and, and brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we're here to help one another. And a sister phoned me this morning, and, and uh, she says, I want you to pray, Lily. says, uh, she's been going on a few years now, but uh, she's so afraid of the thunder and lightning. It says, I've, I've prayed and prayed to, for God to take this fear away. And uh, I says, it, it's, uh, you know, when we fear and worry, we're not trusting God, are we? It's, uh, you know, and I thought, if we could pray tonight for this dear one and needs our prayers, there's something wants breaking in that person, you know, and she needs uh, for people to pray for her. And I said we would, we'd pray for her. And I pray tonight that God will you know, do something with it. And all of us. And, you know, I, I believe, as, as Mick says tonight, there's a growth and we're going on. Praise the Lord, there's a, there's a going on. We, we're not in, your, in the army, you know. You can't just sit back, sit back and say, I'm not going today in the army. You've got to go on. You've got to, you've got to go on. And, and, and no matter how you feel, you can't just fall by the wayside. You've got to go on. Take up your pack and go. Praise the Lord. And, and that's it, isn't it? It's just going on. And I pray. Praise God tonight, because no matter how old you are, 
there's, you know, it, it doesn't go by age. I think to myself, God's renewing you as the eagle, you know. I, I praise God, I'm 77 and the Lord's still blessing me and I'm able to come to these meetings and I thank God for this new creation, this life in God. There's a new a spirit that really restores us and go, puts something in us, you know, to go on. And I went many times with Beverly. I had to tell Beverly, you know, really I thank God for her and, and the way God's blessed. I really do, I thank God for it. But, you know, I say, you can't just fall down by the wayside. You've got to get up and go. And praise the Lord, it's, it's a going on. And thank God, you know, we're in the army of the Lord. Hallelujah. And there's victory for me. It says there's victory for me. And he's a wonderful saviour. And I praise God tonight for all he means to me. making a bowl of bread and you know I had such a blessing because I put a well in the centre and I put my yeast in and my water and I saw it bubble and you know I felt as if it was just like the Holy Spirit and I was swinging around you know and I couldn't stand still and I started to praise the Lord and you know it needs the right ingredients it needs the right stuff all together and you know when Jesus starts to work on us, the Holy Spirit just bubbles up and, and he flows out. And, you know, it, he wants the right ingredients. He's got the right ingredients because he's just got our hearts and our lives. And the well in the middle is just like when he's inside you. And your well. 
and he, he, he just brings up into everlasting life. And, you know, I couldn't help but thank him for what he's done in my life. You know, there was a time when I, it used to be, oh, whoa, 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 you know. And, uh, you know, and I couldn't get over what things were happening around. But, you know, he's, he's, got, he's, he's got hold of me. And somehow or other, it doesn't matter what's going on around. Only when I look at him... You know, that I can see the complete work. And whatever is going on around you, it's all right because he's in control. You might not, you might try and take it back on yourself, but you know, it doesn't do any good. If you leave it with him, he works out everything and, it, and it's all for the best. Because if you get in the way, but that's all you do, you just get Amen. in the way. You can't help a thing, you can't alter a thing in your life. But, you know, when he is in control, he alters everything as he wants it. And then everything is all right. Bless you. Amen. Down there. Come on, Julie, love. And, uh, you know, she loves the Lord. And uh, she's, we prayed that, she's praying that her parents will get saved. Come on, Catherine, then. Give her a bit of encouragement. Now, then. You know, God has shown her and Catherine... The, the need. They have little prayer times at home, and nobody's told them that they ought to get together in the bedroom and pray. But when they have a, a problem, the, uh, now Julie's a bit of a worrier sometimes as well, uh, but she knows that where to take it to. And that's the main thing, isn't it? And God shows us, it says we don't need to have notice, only the Holy Spirit. And God shows our need. And I know that she's wanting more than she's wanting what God's got for him for her parents as well. She, she's some nice parents, they're nice people. And it's just that they want to make that decision for Christ, which I believe they will do, because her dad's got a soft heart, hasn't he? Eh? Have you anything to tell them? Do you want to tell them a little quickie? Eh? Well, I love Jesus with all my heart, and I want more of Jesus, and I thank him that I'm saved, and I love him and I bless him. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. And you'll get more if you ask for it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We just ask you, Lord, to bless Julie tonight. Father, give her an anointing and an experience that will completely change her life. Oh, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Just continue to bless her, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, there's one, there's one thing that Jesus keeps saying to me recently that I think is very important for us all, and that's follow me. He keeps saying, I, we all know about, about circumstances and all the things that can come upon us. And, um, you know, we, we, that's one thing that we've all got circumstances in our lives. And I really bless the Lord that we've got these circumstances because they don't always appear. That the, nothing appears good at the time. But the Lord's just shown me that if I just follow him, everything else does work out. But not only that, we've got a God who's positive and there's no negative in our Jesus. And through all the circumstances, he brings us through to bring us closer to Jesus and to make us more like Jesus. And I really feel in my heart that, that that's terrific because I talk to a lot of people where I live and, and at my college. And the worst thing in the world outside today 
is apathy and every, everything's just negative. There's nothing, just destruction, despair. Yet. And we, we all see it around us. I just praise God that he's, he's positive and there's no, there's no such word as negative in God. And I just praise his name that no matter what we're doing, just follow Jesus and just praise his name tonight. Praise God. I just thank God for what he's doing for me. And Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You know, I, I say, uh, my mother, I was brought up, always to say, my mother always just said there was nothing wrong with me. You know, whatever you did, you staggered out of bed, you got flu and your temperature raising, and she said, I don't feel so well. She said, there's nothing wrong with you, get off to school or work, whatever it was. You know, and I used to always this. I have got, you know, Catherine tends to say, she got up, she says, I have got a sore throat. I says, oh, are you, will have. If you say you've got one. I say, you've, I have, and then... My bad arm, you know, and all this stuff, you know, and, but I just try and encourage you, you know, she, I believe that God's doing something with it. And, and you know, he breaks it up, don't he? You know, there's a crying time and a laughing time. And the other one was saying today, the, the other one, she's always, you know, she's always on, on top and she gets her nerves a bit, she's jumping up and down, whereas this is a bit quiet. But the other one was saying today, and the same thing to her at school, what they said to me at work, what's up with you when you're quiet? You know, you can't be quiet, you can't feel sad when you want to. You know, so you've got to keep going out like this. But, uh, but anyway, it isn't how we start, it's how we finish, is it? Amen. You know, and I was thinking about Lily. Lily's husband, you know, when I hear it, get him to stand up, you know, I bet you can hear him at, if that door opened, you'd hear him at Tetney Work. He's an he's a open air preacher, isn't he? You know what I mean? And he once said to Mary, he says, uh, Have you ever preached in the open air? And the reason that, because she starts shouting when she, you know, when God starts doing something, she starts shouting, and God alters our nature, doesn't he? He alters his nature from what we are, and she's normally quiet and long-suffering, which was brought across by me. <laughs> the Lord gave a long-suffering, using me as the weapon. But, <laughs> or the instrument, as you said, the instrument. There's your, anyway, I'll just ask her to you. I think she was frightened to death she was going to be asked, so I think I'll ask her. <laughs> You can understand, can't you, why this lady is such a paragon of virtue. Because oh. tribulation worketh patience. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, I've never been so praised up. Um, <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, people have been saying tonight how uh, God's been showing them things. And I'm so glad that... God does show every individual who's seeking him, he shows them personally what he wants them to know. Hallelujah. And he does it in such a way that you can only rejoice at what he shows you, whether it's something that's good in you or bad or whatever it is, whatever God shows you, it's real. Hallelujah. You know, and I can't understand really why God has shown me something, not this last week, but the week before, and it's been on my heart ever since. 
And I never saw this particular thing in this light. And you, you, you'll probably say, well, I'm, I know all that when I tell you. Because you do. You do know all that that I'm going to tell you. But I've seen it in such a light, such a picture came to me from the, from the Holy Spirit that I can only feel that it's right to tell you. And it was, it's this, that we are so robbed because we stand for our own rights. And it's something, it sounds negative, but it's not. I want, don't want you to feel that this is a negative thing because, you know, you often have to see the negative side before you can see the positive side. I agree with our brother that in God nothing is negative, but we are negative very often. And this is why God has to show us. And God showed me so clearly that, and I've often, have you ever wondered why Christians condemn you so much? And it's because when God showed me that it's because when we're saved, God shows us immediately the difference between right and wrong. We have such a sharp view of, of what's right and what is wrong. Now, what somebody did to Jerry at work today was definitely wrong. But, you know, if he goes to that man and slaps him across the face and, and takes out of him what he, what he would do in the natural, then that won't make it right. It's something that God has to deal with us, in us. You know, so often people condemn us because they say, well, what you didn't do was what you did wasn't right. It was wrong. And, it, you know, I've, I've looked at people and thought, I wonder how she, as a Christian, can, can condemn other people so much. And it's because we, when we say, do we get such an overdeveloped sense of what is right and what is wrong, that all we can see is that, the right and the wrong of a thing. And instead of going to God and saying, well, Lord, I'm prepared to step down and step back and not to demand my rights in the situation. That's when God is really working out in us the Sermon on the Mount. When we read the Sermon on the Mount, you know, this is a thing that Jerry doesn't like at all, to the, the, the uh, philosophy of turning the other cheek. But, you know, God has said that we must turn the other cheek and that we've not only to, if somebody robs of us, us of a coat, we've to give him our cloak also. And if, if we go one mile, we've to go the second mile because this is how we show that the grace of God Amen. has worked in our lives. And, you know, it's only by the grace of God that we are what we are. And I praise God for the way that he works in our lives. And, you know, I saw this so clearly how we I see. I looked back at my own life and I could see myself driving up to the traffic lights. 
and it's my right of way. But the other chap went and did the, other, the wrong thing and he went in front of me and you, you immediately rise up and think, now, now, now that, was, that wasn't right, you know. That, and you're on your high horse immediately. That's just a simple everyday illustration of the way that we can be robbed by other people of, of peace and joy in the Holy Ghost because we stand for our rights and we won't be moved. And God doesn't want us like that. He wants the grace of God to be moving and flowing out of us so that we are different, so that we show that we're different. It's no good be claiming to be glory folk if when we get out into the world we conform to their standards it's the Holy Ghost that's got to do it in us and you know God showed me that so clearly that I know that it's for me I know it's for me and, and yet I'm not one that stands much for my own rights but nevertheless God has shown me that for a purpose and I, I see, I can see it in other people how it works, that they stand for their right. They stand for what's right. Oh, yes, they stand for what's right. But it doesn't bring any love and it doesn't bring any joy into other people's lives. It just condemns them. And that's not what we're here for. Jesus said, I come not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved and we have to be the same the grace of God has to flow from us when Chris talked about the grace of God last week I was with him all the way because we've got to show that the grace of God has worked in our lives we wouldn't be here otherwise you know we're on we bring ourselves down to the level of the world if we stand for our own rights and we become self-righteous and we haven't got to let the right and the wrong it may be true it may be the truth it may be the the right thing but nevertheless when we read the sermon on the mount it's quite clear that god doesn't want us standing for our rights he wants us loving he wants us gracious like as he is gracious, he said, be perfect as I am perfect. At the end of that Sermon on the Mount, that was what he said, be ye perfect even as I am perfect. And you know, it's only by the grace of God and the Holy Ghost that we can do it. But his grace is sufficient for me. Hallelujah. His grace is sufficient for all of us. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Just praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 His grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen.
We just thank you tonight for the blessing of your lovely Holy Ghost. We just thank you, Lord, for the miracles and for the power and demonstration that you've shown in this meeting. Father, just continue to work in the mighty name of